What yeah. took you so long to embrace it? Because I was trying to like figure out the formula to be great. If I'm not this out the gate, then I'm not ready. Correct. I realized like I was trying to be something, someone I wasn't. They did you a favor. They did. I'm always looking at it now, like going into the grocery store, looking at fruits and vegetables. I've never thought about the fake you being rejected. It was because I was trying too hard, bro. And it was because I wanted people to like me. I did good. No, I didn't, bro. I was like, if you had to talk to 13-year-old Charles, what would you tell him? Oh, man. Be happy being you. What up, y'all? We got Charles Clark in the building. What's up, man? What's going on, my guy? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. glad you came, man. Man, I'm glad to be here, bro. Yes, sir. Honor, bro. Seriously. Yes, sir. Me too, man. Yeah, man. So let's get into it. I want to take us all the way back to the top. Okay. Tell me where you were born. Laurenburg, North Carolina. Let's go, Laurenburg. <laughs> 910. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a quartet city. Absolutely. That's my roots, bro. <laughs> For real? For sure. Whoa. For so, sure. Okay, so t tell me about it. What was it like growing up in Laurenburg? Bro, my granddad, uh, Pee Wee Clark and the Clark Specials. That's my grandfather. Yeah. And my uncles and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your relation to Ron? That's my uncle. Ronald Clark. The world is too small. <laughs> yeah, that's my uncle. The world yeah, is too Like, yeah. Yes. I just wanted to make. Yeah, Ron yeah man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, Ron Clark, one of the most amazing bass players in the entire universe. He is. Yo. Yeah, bro. So I grew up, I grew up music. Yeah. Like, I mean, my granddad and them sung before he passed and everything. 30 years, 25, 30 years, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I'm 35, about to be 36, so that's all my life. Wow. You know what I mean? That's all. So, man, I grew up not really. The music I sing now, oh. Yeah. No, bro, I didn't. I mean, probably when I heard started hearing people like, um, you know, your Kurt Franklins and yeah. your, you know, styles started changing and what music was, then you started having people like Vashon Mitchell come up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Yatasha Cobb, like these people started kind of making their presence. And then yeah. that's when I realized the different dynamic of music, like the modernization of music. Yeah. So at first, were you already into music? Yeah. Absolutely. But, it, but you were a quartet baby. It was kind of like traditional, like, okay, as long as you know this, as long as you know hymns, as long as you know all of this, like, yeah. you can do that other stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what they called it. <laughs> yeah, facts, other facts. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that, when did you discover you could sing? Bro, I've been singing since I was like four or five, bro. Literally. Like, You Are My Sunshine, like <laughs> singing in church, bro. I was the smallest one on the choir. Yeah. Like, and I found that love for it. They just kept me in it, bro. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. So, would you go to like the different concerts like your granddad and them would do? Man, yeah. Were they long? Bro, what? <laughs> bro, literally every Easter, April, every Easter, my the Pee Wee Clock and the Clock special had their anniversary. Yeah. Every Easter Sunday. And we were on the front row like, <laughs> yes! boy, all of us were drummers, bro. All the great kids, for real. That's what's all. I grew up, like, yeah. listening to quartet music, like, now. So, like, that church, like, that, people always be like, bro, you could drive a song, but that's why I get that's it That's where you get it. That makes like, sense. Yeah. Like, you don't run out of words. They talk, talk, like, that's how we came up. Like, you don't run out of nothing to say, like, yeah. my granddad used to be like, tell your story. That's how yeah. you, like, they call it testifying. Yeah. So nowadays, they, they call it driving a song, but back in the day, like, it's like, no, they call it, that's how you testify. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So you grew up with your granddad doing the quartet thing, started singing at four. When did you hear the other stuff? I'd say probably, I was probably almost 10, man. Like, wow. I think it was between that that gap of time because I was singing with like a, I was singing in church choirs. Mm-hmm. I was singing on a community choir. So mm-hmm. that's when I started hearing, we started, you know, choirs were singing stuff like Jesus is my hero. Um, yes. Even before then, Christ did it all. all. Yes. Like that type of music, Second Chance, John Picky Show Up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's when I was like, oh, like this kind of. Yeah. It's got a different type of touch to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was your introduction to that? That was my introduction, singing in the community choir. Because, like I said, all we knew was quartet and all that. Yeah. So when I started singing, I guess, modern music, they call it, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, my family was like, cool. Like, you know, I would be the only one. I, I remember, like, I sung on a couple of my granddad's them program. And I would be the only one singing contemporary music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's during the era of chasing after you and all that. Like, I was seeing that. So did you, like, open up? Yeah. So you were, like, praise and worship exactly. before the quartet before gig started? before the quartet program, bro. <laughs> oh, <we>? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Did they embrace that, though? They did, man, because I think it was, like, uh, them being able to see, like, oh, like, okay, we have a... Uh, a nephew, a grandson, uh, um, with my dad, like a son who's interested in music. Okay, it may not be this, but like we yeah. gonna we gonna figure out how to play a part yeah, of some sort. Man. You know, we don't have to. But yeah, come and sing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And were you leading songs in the community choir? I was. What songs? Uh, my first song, Inside Out. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Inside Out, Kiara and Kiki Shear. My first solo, man. I still got the uh, videotape. Um, was Kiara Sheard and Karen Clark Sheard. Yes. Um, wherever, wherever it may be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was like, will of God. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The safest place in yeah. the whole world. With my world. godmama on the uh, piano. Whoa. And she made me sing the whole thing. Yo. Yeah. That's when I, bro, that's when I think I feel, I feel like I knew, like, oh, dang, like, I could probably yeah. do this. Because it was in front of a church full of people. I went to yeah. Solid Rock Missionary Baptist Church in Lumber, North Carolina. Yeah. So it was in front of a church full of people. Like, every, every choir could sing. Everybody could sing. So that was, like, my debut of, yeah. oh, he can sing. This boy can, this little boy can sing. Yeah. Were you probably, nervous? Man, what? <laughs> man, I was small, but I was older, a little older. Um, But I remember, bro, my, rope, my little choir robe was too big. Bro, I never forget it, bro. <laughs> But yeah, that was my first probably like that. Yeah. I was like, yo, I want to do this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So how old were you then? I'd say about eight or nine. Okay. So Roughly. then you you sing that song and you realize like, I think I want to sing, sing for real. Yeah. So what was the process after that getting to it? Um, Man, it, it came with like trying to f- discover like, okay, my sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, what type of music should I be singing? Mm-hmm. Um, And to be honest with you, I probably maybe over maybe about eight or ten years ago, I just embraced my sound. Wow. What yeah. took you so long to embrace it? Cause I was trying to like um figure out, okay, the formula to be great. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that that's what stagnated my like process of where I am right now. Like I was trying, I was looking at, and this was before social media was a thing. Like we were looking at YouTube, we were looking at VHSs. Yeah. I remember looking at not guilty, John P. Key's not guilty of VHS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both parts, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I looked at it like, oh, I want to do this. You know, we were looking at um Bobby Jones then, yeah. like he wanted to be on those stages, but like that was what we looked at, like. 
this is what it is, so how do I do this? So like, do you felt that? like if I'm not this out the gate, then I'm not ready. Correct. Oh. Correct. That <laughs> Correct. kills us. It I does. know the feeling. Yeah, man. Because you're like, this the bar. Yeah. So if I say I'm doing this, this is how I got to present this myself. This be. is how I got to sound. Yeah. Yeah. So it took you a while to get to the place where like, I'm going to start where I am. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When did you finally make that flip to just go ahead and do it? Man, probably. I you did said a, eight to ten years ago, Eight to right? ten years ago. And, and what what was the like, okay, I got to go? Rejection. Talk about it. Yeah, rejection. So I realized, like, I was trying to be, one, something, someone I wasn't, embrace a sound that wasn't me, and so... That part of me was the was being rejected. Like it was just like okay, it's not that people didn't know that. It was just that it was just like wait, you know what I mean? Now that I look back, I'm like yo, like it it was not. They did you a favor. They did. They did because it made me sit back and be like, okay, Charles, like you have to be one happy with being you, happy with your style, happy with how you sound. Like be able, man. It took a while for me to even listen to my stuff like that I would hear yeah. back because I would want to be like oh no 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 let me fix this let me do da, 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 da. let me do this but then I realized like yo that's where your authenticity yeah, yes, comes from your man. authenticity yes. you know what I'm saying like when you're like you're just being yourself and you're like listening to to you I can look at videos now I can like embrace that because now I've been able to captivate my people yes. and those people that want to hear me, those people that want to see me, those people that want to like hear what Charles got to say, whether it's music, whether it's talking, whether it's just like, a, yeah, you know what I'm saying, a status. Like I found my people and that's my people. Now, if new people come, cool. And the people that don't accept it, like I'm always looking at it now, like um, going into the grocery store, looking at fruits and vegetables. Yes, sir. You got so much you can grab, but like most people are only going to go to what they like. Yes, sir. So you have to be comfortable with some people like an apple, some people like an oranges, and that doesn't make me any lesser than, yeah, man. than the orange. Yeah, <laughs> man, let's go. You know. I want to go back to what you said because I think it's profound. Because a lot of times when we get ready to do something, we want to be like everybody else. Yeah. And that rejection hurts. Yeah. I've never thought about the possibility that the fake you is being rejected so that you can face the real you. Absolutely. I've never thought about it like that. Ever. <laughs> Bro. That's crazy. So, in essence, they weren't rejecting you. Mm -mm. They, were pre they were rejecting who you pretended to be. Exactly. They saved you, man. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Because I'm like, okay, I want, I, I, I mean... Honestly, bro, the way I sing now, bro, if you if I listen to old stuff, if I listen, listen to old videos, bro, it is just, it was because I was trying too hard, bro. I was trying so <laughs> I was trying so hard, man. Like, and, and it was because I wanted people to, I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to, you know, like, you know, you go to a concert, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And you got all these, all these artists on it. And they're like, okay. Yeah, you know, they put out this, you know, you got to kind of go, you going into a room, you know, it's like the unknown, but then it's like the known because the only, the only thing God is asking you to be is who you are. Yes. And you know what I mean? If now I'm to the point where like, if that's one, per, if one person receives, if one person, you know, is receptive of that, then I've done my job. Yes, like, sir. Even if a thousand people are in the room. Cool. 
You know what I mean? Like that's and I think when we start looking at it like that, bro, we can be so much more effective. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we're um singing the music that we sing. You know what I mean? Because it's really, it's really now like, I mean, I I it took me a while to get to this point, bro. But yes, like sir. that that true audience of one, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I can it could be a room full of five people to five thousand people. I'm gonna give it 150% yes. every single time. Like if you see me. Like, you're going to get the same thing every time because I believe that, like, somebody needs all I have. Somebody needs my best. So if I'm not my best self, then I'm not doing my due diligence and my due service to pull somebody or bring somebody out of where they are. You know what I mean? Yes. So. That's heavy. From your perspective, why do you think parents say because I said so? I feel like it could either mean that they know that what they're saying isn't right, so they just say that. If they're telling you to do something and they say because I said so, why would they tell you to do something wrong? All I know is sometimes parents don't know like how to like deal with situations other than how they were treated when they were kids. And it can be where their parents told them because they said so. And it's like, oh, that's all I know, so I'm going to just treat my kid like this. Hi, this is Nay, and that was Nay's Place. If you want to catch more, search Nay's Place on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. So you finally get there, and could you feel or see the response from people change once you finally embraced who you were? Absolutely. 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 Yes. Because it became like that unapologetically me energy. And I think people, people read, people know lack of confidence. And the enemy, the enemy, I feel like plays off of those sort of things. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not sometimes like I grew up like when they tell you, you know, if I'm confident in something, that means I'm not humble. Mm. So I grew up thinking like, OK, well, confidence is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Until I got older and I'm like, OK, it's OK for somebody to tell me like, oh, my God, you sounded amazing. Thank you. Right. Like, I don't have to be like so deep and be like, to God, to be, the God be the glory. No, like, not, my, not me. No, it ain't me. Yeah. So those <laughs> affirmations and those like things made me become like, oh, my God. Like, OK, cool. Like, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah. Then I became like, oh, I'm Charles Clark, man. Like, <laughs> let's go. OK, whatever. You know what I mean? So I felt like people cling to that they yes. cling to they cling to my confidence yes sir you know what i mean because from other people's perspective they wanted what i had yes because everybody's scared yeah like everybody's nervous yeah everybody's insecure yeah and it's like sometimes we can think it's only us yeah honestly like but then when you break out your shell i know you know the feeling of people coming up to you or people messaging you or mm -hmm. texting you like you made me feel this way, yeah. or I saw you sing and now I'm not afraid, or the stories yeah, go man. on and on and on and on. So, like, it's crazy to hear you say, hey, this is how I was, this is where I was, now I'm just me. Mm -hmm. For sure. Because there's a lot of people who are afraid to be themselves, man. Man. 
It's it's crazy, and social media hasn't made it any better. It, it makes the highlight reels be yeah. depressing people. You know what like, I'm saying? Yeah, literally. Like, it's like yo, man, because you see your life, all of your life, mm-hmm. and then you see the highlights of their life, and then you feel like your life ain't good enough. Yep, yep. Because you're like, oh, I'm the same age. We do the same thing. <sighs> like how, and, and people don't realize you naturally do it, but like, how you? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, yeah, the same trip. Like, how you? I know I've been knowing you this long. You weren't even that good before. Like, how you... You know what I'm saying? Because we all want... You know, we all want something, bro. We all, like, are doing something to get something, gain something. Yes. And it may not be materialistic, but yes. it's to be it's to be known for something. Yes. You know what I mean? And now I'm to the point, bro, where, like, people be like, oh, do you... I'm like, I don't... I don't want to be famous. Ooh. I don't want to be, like, if if if... If it gets me there to a point where it's like, oh my God, you just this cool. But if not, like I've I'm cool with my my people. Yeah, <laughs> man. And new people can come on and that may be millions of new people, bro. But yeah. like I wanna be so grounded that that doesn't affect me. Like I'm not in it for that. You know, I don't I don't want it for that. Like other things bring me happiness and peace. And when I embrace that, bro, I stop chasing opportunities and stop chasing uh doors and stop you know, going after those things because my gifts started making room for me. Yes. And it was the right rooms. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Because, man, you want that stuff. And and like I said, people, there are people literally, they're in these spaces and places and they pray. Yes. You know what I mean? They pray on, they pray on that. They pray, they can, they can see that. And I feel like the enemy knows it. He sees it, he smells it. Yeah. He 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 knows that. So he plays on that vulnerability of where you want to be. Yes, man. You know what I mean? So that's his ability to kind of get in and present you in places that aren't sustainable. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to <laughs> two things. I don't want to be anywhere that's not sustainable for me, that's gonna mean my future something. And add value to my purpose and anywhere God isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if I'm doing this for God, I'm like, you have to be there too. You have to be there. And that's always my prayer, man. It don't matter where I go. Like, anything I do, I'm like, God, like, if, if, if you open the door now, like, okay, you want me to be there and you're there. You're already there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I used to find myself, bro, like, even on social media, man, like, because people told me, like, yeah, man, like, Ask, like, you know, hit up, you know, ask for all that. Bro, I started DMing people, asked to try to, and it never worked for me. It never worked. Like, stuff, everybody, testimonials of other people, like, bro, do this. Like, it never worked for me, and I always wanted to figure out why, but the Lord was like, some doors, that's not, that's not your door, that's not for you. And, and I've, I've now realized that it's a protective measure. Like, the, like, I'm like, okay, God, you care about me that much that you've protected me from, all of these things, the thing, bro, even the things that I could have walked in that I realized, like, okay, maybe not. Not yet. Yes. Because I wasn't in that space. If I would have took, like I told you, eight eight years ago, whatever, like, man, if I would have went into some spaces at that time, I was a lot different. I would, like I told you, I lacked confidence. I was vulnerable because I wanted to be great. Like, I wanted my name to be known. Mm. I would have been chewed up like a, you know what I mean? <laughs> Because I didn't know myself, like you know what I mean. So I always tell people, man, like it's good to it's good to be known. It's good to kind of like okay, you wanting to start a career in music or gospel, whatever you want to do, but just like first identify 
your space, your purpose. Like, why do why why do I really want to? What is what do I really want to get out of this? Yes, yes. What's the end game? What what do I re- if I want to if I want to be great? Then that means okay, I know that I'm gonna have to put a little money. I'm gonna have to put a little things into the radio. I'm gonna have to do all of these things. So I have to know that that's the space. But if I want. I'm just doing this because I, I I want people to be say I want you know all these things and it could be sound cliche sometimes but like there's two different chases. It is, it is, <laughs> it is, and chases. I and I, I talk about that a lot because like in the church, the thing about gospel music that's different than other genres is you have church gospel. And then you have industry gospel. Yeah, two different things. That's two different things, man. Two different things. And it's like when you pursue artistry, like in the industry, church people see it a certain way Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So even when you say, okay, I'm a gospel artist, I want to be a gospel artist, you still then have to decide. Okay, which route I'm going? Yep. Am I going the local concerts, praise and worship leader route, or I'm am I going the concerts, festivals, trying to get a stellar route? Yes, sir. Did you have that thought in your mind of which way you wanted to go? I I don't think I knew. So Ooh. I I got what I uh, got with a guy. He became like my uh, manager, like like all of that in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Named Charles Chip Matthews from Durham. He lives in Durham. Okay. And. This was about 10 years ago. He, he like, invested, man. But a lot of people don't know, like, I went through artist development. Like, learning stage presence. Like, with a choreographer who, like, does this type of, this type of thing for, um, like, R&B artists yes. and, like, gospel star art, all that. Because Chip's thing was, like, okay, like, if, if Stellar's call me tomorrow... I want you to be ready for the stellar stage. Like, I don't want you to feel like you're going to Mount Sinai because it's different. Like, I need you to know, like, yeah, you're a church boy, but we're going to have to wheel it in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to know, you got to learn order. You got to learn when people give you 15 minutes, you take 13 and 13 and 30. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. So I learned all of those things in the beginning. So what people see now is a product of my beginning. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Because I... Investment was made into me and I was coachable. Like I was willing to uh, uh, adapt and learn and be like, you know what? I know I'm not great, but I'm willing I'm willing to be poured into so that that way when I get to a space, I'll be I'll be I have the wisdom. I have the knowledge to be able to endure and sustain and be able to pour back out. You know what I mean? Because I've I've gotten so much. And so this space is like that. I embraced all of that. Yeah, and so people are seeing the regurgitation of what I received. Yeah, these man. years later, you know what I mean. Like, so, jeez. So, after getting all of that development, time goes by. When do you decide, like, okay, I'm I'm ready to put out music? Uh, the first project for me, I say it was like, it wasn't my best, man. It was like. I call it the Kitty Charles. Like, <laughs> I was doing youth youth concerts. Everything was about the youth because the music had that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the thing. But me, I was like, bro, like I told you, quartet, I was a church boy, bro. So I embraced so how it. Did you get in, how did you get into the whole youth movement thing? Man, chip. Like, he oh, was like, okay. man, like, because at that time, like, that was the avenue that, like, a lot of people weren't going, remember? You know, a lot of people weren't in that yes, avenue like that. It was like, true. 
now we hear a lot of the beats and the yeah. you know with stuff and stuff like that. For me, I was just like, I'm gonna do it because I trust you, but like, mm. you know, like I felt like I couldn't deliver the best because I wasn't like, yeah, and it wasn't bad stuff. Like the same producer that produced the uh, my second project, he produced the first one, yeah, Phil Philip Bryant, yeah. So even still, like right now, my current music. That's when I was like, you know what? Stretch all that. I'm going back to the basics. Like, wow. I want to fuse praise and worship. I want to fuse church yeah. with still being an artist. Yeah. Singable, but not. Yeah. It don't have to be. Yeah. But, like, I want people to feel like they went to church. Yes. So you do the first project, and that's Kitty Charles, and you won't feel it. No. And you, like, at all the youth conferences. Bro, I was doing every youth thing in the book, bro. I was like, bro. And mind you, I was probably about 25, bro. Oh yeah! Whoa! I was twenty three, twenty five. You know, between that. Yeah. So did you go? To, did you go to Chip? Like, hey man. I did, but he was like, man, you know, I think what he, because at that time, bro, I didn't have a voice. Like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know mm. what I wanted. Like, you know, what I'm saying through that time of him trying to say, Charles, you like these lyrics? Add some lyrics. Add this. Like, and I'd be like, I ain't got nothing. Bro, I literally would sit sit in the studio and just let them do everything. And they tell me, all right, Charles, we ready for okay, you. Okay, this is a good point. <laughs> this is a good point because you're at the point where I don't know what I want. I just know I don't like this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Charles, what you want to do? I don't know. They're like, okay, well, do this. And you're like, well, I ain't got nothing else. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't got it. I ain't got nothing. Literally. And I was, bro, I was shy. I was reserved. And people probably didn't know it, but, bro, I was, like, scared for my life, bro. I was like... Because Chip literally took a chance on me, bro. Yeah. I was like, you know what I'm saying? So, man, you literally... So, after the youth thing, you do the first project. So, when do you get to, like, your last straw with that, with Kitty Charles? Kitty Charles is probably, like, my voice started maturing, bro. Like, I started... Different things started happening, man. Like, uh -huh. I, it started getting real, like, it would be getting raspy and it would get like, and I was like, okay, now I got to accommodate where my voice is. Yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, I felt like I came into my own, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I started um, doing, you know, of course, being a praise and worship leader, you do more songs. I started, you know, doing a lot more, like, Praise the worship stuff, singing on Sunday morning, every Sunday, and mm. stuff like that. So then it started opening up my palate a lot more, you know, um, vocally too. Yeah. Talk about the development that comes with praise and worship leading. Man, like, because you got to know how to captivate different audiences. When in Rome, act like the Rome. So <laughs> if you go to a Baptist church, you got to know how to kind of maneuver that room. Um, so for me, it was being able to sing different styles of music, like being in a church full of all demographics, all ages, and being able to give everybody something to mm. eat on. Yes, sir. And not being overly, not overly singing. Sometimes it may have caused for just saying the words to the people. You know what I mean? Like just knowing the moments of how to navigate moments and navigate atmospheres. And um, I think that grew me up. Mm -hmm. A lot as an artist, too. Because people yeah. try to separate all of it. But I'm like, I mean, I get it. There is a separation between the between all of it. But I think one kind of can hold the other hand as the other one hold the other hand. And that's, that's the other thing I wanted to come to. Because as it relates to choosing a path, they are different. But as it relates to development and just being 
a artist, a gospel artist, a church kid, they are like brother and sister, so to speak. Yeah. So it's like you can go back and forth, but because church is, to be honest, even for artists that are not gospel artists, church is the breeding ground for all of us. Oh, yeah. Like music, like the dopest MDs on the biggest gigs in the world are church musicians. Absolutely. The dopest background singers in the world are church singers. Yes, sir. And we so, get a new palette. Yes. So you have to have it. Yeah, you got to. Yes, sir. Yeah. So how long how long did you sing at church every Sunday before you were like, okay, it's second album time? Uh it wasn't long, man. Because I started doing background gigs. Mm. I started like traveling with artists, doing like background, and that's how I, I would be able to see firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like how artists, how the artists I was seeing with conducted themselves backstage yeah. before I started doing a lot of major stuff. Like, okay, how they act, how do they respond to people? Because different artists act different. And yeah. then I had to find my fit. Like, okay, yeah. I seen so much, you know, I'm like, okay, this is how I want to be. This is how I want to treat people. This is how I want to be. Like, when I go to a concert, do I want to wait until it's my time? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was certain components that I grabbed certain things from every artist. And then I was like, okay, these are the things that I'm going to chew on. And cool, those are the, the other parts. If I don't want it, that's just you. But now yeah. I could develop into, you know what I mean? So you did enough to know that you were ready to do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it came with me in a lot of stage, that stage prison confidence. Because <laughs> when I, I'm telling you, when I, when I, bro, when I sing, I can grab the mic and, and, I mean, there's that nervousness, but I know what I'm called to do. Yeah. I know my call. I know, like... So that that don't that part don't scare me, but now the what the what's gonna happen when I get the mic? That's the part that I'm like, okay, the un, you know that's the that's the anxiety part. Like, okay, like not nervous to do what I know I could do, but like nervous because and you don't I think know that's the people's a good response. Thing. Yeah, not the people's response, but I don't. I'm just. I feel like that's my reliance on. That tells me like, okay, my total reliance on God. Like, okay. If I'm not nervous, if I'm not feeling that feeling, then it's like, okay, there's some type of self Yeah, I'm in my own. I'm, I'm doing this in my own strength. Gotta be doing this in my own. But when I yeah. feel that nervous feeling, that's how I'm reminded that God is with me. That's heavy, Charles. Woo. You know? That keeps me grounded. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay, and I'm interrupting the pod to present an opportunity for y'all to support the brand and the fam. So do this for me. Head over to RajayXShy.com. Dot com. Click the merchandise tab and grab a hoodie, T-shirt or hat. And remember this thing. No matter what people say or think, live your life. Now back to the episode. Yo, you just made me feel better about the anxiousness that comes with what we do. Oh, yeah. Because it's that is it is a reminder that we rely on God. Yeah, we were that total reliance, man, because we don't know what to expect. I can get the mic and crack. I can get the mic faint. <laughs> I can get the mic in the church and say, boo, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They can be like, just sit on me. So that's that feel, that feeling of like, okay, then there's my dependency. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm doing what you called me to do. So I, and then that keeps me out of self-aggrandizement. Shoot. You know what I mean? Like, where I'm, I'm getting up there, look, waiting on people's response to say, Charles, you do it. Like, yeah, Charles, I'm waiting for people to come to the state. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, like me, I do what I do. God, you do what you do. Then if that captivates the room, cool. <laughs> Charles, that's heavy, dog. Man, yo. Uh, so what was the, what's the name of the second album? 
Uh, second album is the Redemption, Redemption Project. Okay. Why did you name it that? Uh, because that was like my newness, like yes. the newness. Like I felt okay. Um, whatever. I'm going in scared, <laughs> literally, but I'm redeemed. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So that that was that introduction to like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this last project, I feel like, is that combination of like, this is Charles. Okay. So what's the name of this one? Charles Clark Live. Ooh. Totally live. Yeah. How do you feel now that you've done this one? I feel like where I'm right, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything I wanted, like, anything, what I want people to hear that, the worship, the uh, church, yeah. the bops, the grooves, yeah. the stuff that makes people feel good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's all of that. Yes. It's all of that. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. When does it come out? August, September, uh, end of August. Early yeah, September, yeah, you were yeah. still working it out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fall, yeah, yeah, sure. that's dope, man. I'm happy for you, man. Thank you, bro. And I'm glad Thank you bro. came. Like, this was amazing. Man, bro. Like, I appreciate it. Your posture is insane. Man. And I think <laughs> more artists need to see it, man, because you've come into a space and place. I can tell, I can tell, number one, that it took a minute. Mm-hmm. And I can tell because of the breakthrough that you had, how grateful you are that you're no longer in it. Yeah. I can just feel that. Like, yeah. yo, this was crazy, but I'm straight now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> boy, that's a that's <laughs> yo, that's like I'm, a tornado, boy, your mind. You know yes. what I'm saying? Okay, so talk to, before we leave, talk to me about like the mental ups and downs that come with the whole journey. Jesus. <laughs> um Man, like, I think it's like that I did good. No, I didn't. This is good. This isn't. Um, They're doing it. Why can't I? Uh, I could do that, too. Oh, maybe I can't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So I think it's it's always going to be that up and down of, like, that feeling of, uh, of... seeing other people do things or like, okay, should I put it out now? Because everybody's put something out. Should I do this now? Because everybody's doing a concert. <laughs> do I need to do a live recorder? Because everybody's doing a live... You know what I mean? But now, I, I mean, I've like I said, bro, I've gotten to the point where it's like, when I want to put music out, that's when I put it out. Yeah. When I feel good about it. When I feel like the time, okay, this is the time. Yeah. No matter what I feel like, the numbers or whatever it's going to do, man, like, it's just like, okay, I feel like there's always this unction, like, now it's time. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes, like, bro, I did this live recording in the pandemic, like, two years ago. Yes, sir. And I've only released two songs from it. hmm Because I'm about pace and, like, okay, make it make, it has to make sense. So that that way I keep my mind settled when I'm doing it in my time, in God's time. Because my time, I mean, no good thing would he withhold from me, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if it's in my heart, he want to see it come to pass. Mm. So as long as I'm grounded in that and that knowing that, okay, it'll be the right time. You know, like I ain't worried about what nobody else doing. I'm not looking at what nobody else doing. <laughs> then that's what keep me mentally sane too. Because yes. then I'm not competing with nobody but myself. I'm waking up tomorrow being myself. I'm waking up tomorrow compete with myself. Like, I'm looking at my own profile like, ooh, Charles, you ain't uploaded a video in 14 days. Yeah. Because I ain't worried about it. You know what I'm saying? They like, the algorithm off all that. I'm like, look, <laughs> if it's going to put me underneath the, everybody else did whatever. 
my wife tell me all the time, like, hey, you need to post something. You need it. I'm like, all right. You know, but still, like, I find joy in it, bro. Yeah. Because that's what gives me peace. That's what helps me keep my peace. That's what helps me because I can sing whenever I want to. Yeah. Like if it's the if it's the next like I, I can do that whenever I want to, but like I'm mentally grounded because I know my call. Yes, sir. I know who I'm called to. I know what I'm called to. I know what I'm called to do. Yeah. So I'm not mentally distracted by what other people are doing. Yes, Lord. Boy. Whatever. You know. Help the people. <laughs> it's like, okay. So one last thing okay. before we go. If you had to talk to 13-year-old Charles, what would you tell him? Oh, man. I tell 13-year-old Charles, be happy being you. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Because mm. I would have probably saved myself a whole lot of trauma heartbreak, that feeling of what I thought was... Re- some of it was real rejection, but then some of it was like, they're not rejecting you. They just don't... That's not you. Like, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Be happy being me. It's cool. And you're cooler that way. <laughs> you're much cooler that way. Yes. Yeah. And you give some... You give people something real yeah. to embrace. Yeah. Because it's like... Real recognize real. You know what I'm saying? I ain't changing for nobody, bro. When I walk in the room, I'm me. Like, I heard Jay-Z say that, bro, and I, I'm standing on that. When I walk in the room, like, I ain't changing my... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just be me. Yeah. And if you if you like it, then yeah. I'm your people. Yes. We people. Yes. If you don't, then it's like, okay, yeah. I ain't for you. And you ain't got to ever see me again. <laughs> you can scroll past the video, everything, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like... Yeah, man. Walk in there, bro. Yes. Like walk in there. Walk in there. And Absolutely. that's where doors open. That's when you get the calls and you get all those things because God can trust you with who you are. Bro, you helping me so much you don't even know. It is crazy. Yeah. God can trust you with who you are. Straight like that. Straight like that. Yeah. This has been another episode of the RXS podcast with Charles Clark. Peace.